0: Which, a.k.a. Why my sword so long? (laughs) A.k.a. The Komaki Tiger Dropper. A.k.a. The Lazy Eye Leviathan. A.k.a. Is that some material in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me <laughs> bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites. episode one hundred eighty nine? I have, I have returned. I have returned. Um, let me do some real quick. One second. One second. i can open it just let me just let me open it please please i have uh it's been a it's been a while it's been a good while um yeah yeah a lot has happened since uh since we last talked um I don't know how do I even really start, but I guess I'll just start, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so at least, you know, I said I was going to take a little bit of time off, but, uh, not this long necessarily, but, um, yeah, my, uh, my mom passed away. So I took that pretty hard. I mean, still technically kind of taking it hard and going go lie, but, um, I'm at least on, uh, I don't know. I'm at least kind of on a better spirit, if you will. Um, at least to a point where I feel like I could start trying to get back in the swing of things, but um, yeah, I don't know. The more I'm like the the as I'm doing this, I don't know, I'm, it's starting to sink in more. But nonetheless, we'll just see <laughs> how this 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 pans out. I don't even know anymore, but um trying to have a uh, optimistic outlook on everything, you know, in terms of loss and grief. Um also just know um that it's okay not to be okay. That's one thing that I uh I really learned and um you know, has helped me through a lot. Just having a self-awareness to know that you're not okay. And I think that in of itself kind of helps dictate how you approach a lot of stuff too. Um, so yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know where I was going. I was in a very cheerful mood, but <laughs> as soon as I hit record, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm just not, Um, man, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know, man. Maybe I'm not ready. <laughs> Maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna try to keep going either way. Um, man, where was I going with that? Um, my mind totally went on a tangent, but nonetheless, yeah. Um, I took that pretty hard, and I wasn't really in a a mood to podcast, you know, like I, like I used to, um, uh, you know, being in a happy go lucky state, but, um, I don't know, just, uh, just, uh, also another form of just being transparent about stuff, what's going on in my life. Um, so yeah, yeah, man. I feel like I was going somewhere, but I keep losing it. I keep losing it. Maybe I'm just starting to go in deep thought outside of it. But yeah, loss is hard. Grief is hard. Um, My mom, she was uh one of the kindest, nicest um, women I knew growing up, especially. And um, yeah, just her no longer being here. I don't know was uh it's like an emptiness to an extent you know yeah yeah man i was I was going somewhere but i'm I'm trying to find it, trying to find it um yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. Um, that's pretty much why I've been, uh, silent. Well, not necessarily silent. I've been kind of been on, you know, the socials and stuff, but, um, in general it's been uh tougher to, you know, I don't know, move on. I guess that's the biggest part (laughs) to just, uh, the, it's the one thing where, you know, have the grief and loss and you know I, the funeral already took place and stuff and i'm trying to get back to quote unquote normal but it's just like you know i don't know just the the expectation just to go just go back to normal is uh always cold and tough in a lot of ways but you know like oh well your mom died i guess just go back to normal now <laughs> all right let's move on uh which I don't think is as, as a black and white or like clear cut um, for everybody. I think, well, I think technically everybody's different in terms of how they take loss and grief uh, for somebody that's close to them. But um, yeah, I just feel like for those, those of you that may be listening or, you know, have not heard from you for a while was, uh, you know, to know what's going on in my life right now. So, that was the biggest thing and then all the drama and stuff and everything that came entailed with that, you know, trying to figure out all the details of burying your mom and all the dynamics of like planning a funeral and stuff and yeah. It was um it's a lot. It was a lot. A lot of stuff going on there so yeah I say that just to I guess I don't know paint the picture give an idea of what's going on um so yeah I don't know I uh (laughs) I came into this podcast this episode thinking I was uh somewhat like back in my you know cheerful mood but I don't know man I don't know I might need more time I might need more time yeah (laughs) I had a everything planned out I'm like yeah let me I'm just going to talk about all the news, like what I've been playing, but I don't know. I'm feeling very conflicted right now. Like it literally just started hitting me as I, um, started hitting me as I, <laughs> as I just hit record. So <sighs> I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to try to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, um, happy leap day. Uh, this is a day we won't see in what another four years from now. Um, a part of me, (laughs) uh, after, you know, hearing some of the news of like some like games and game servers and stuff are like going out of whack because technically they didn't account for this day in particular because it, they, the, uh, the servers think it is already March 1st, but it's not. And a part of me was like, I don't know. I don't want stuff to get funky with me, like uploading this, or whatever. And I was like, uh, eh, let me wait until next week. But, um, nonetheless, we'll, we'll just see how things go regardless of the whole nature of this episode right now. But Um, yeah, yeah. Also happy final fantasy Seven rebirth day. Couldn't have come at a better time, let me tell you. Um very much looking forward to that. Um outside of that, I don't know, man. That's pretty much been it. (laughs) Pretty much been it, really. Um you know (laughs) unfortunately. Uh, on a good side and a, and a very bad side, but you know, hey, I'm still going, I'm still pressing on, um, I don't know, just, I'm um, um, I'm trying, I'm trying my best, <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably like the, the, um, I don't know the, how would I say it? story of my life (laughs) i'm trying my best trying my best um yeah okay man um i i literally was not prepared by just the the train of thought i went into at the time it really just threw me off um not even gonna lie so without further ado um Let's stop the dilly-dallying and, and get right into it. Uh, first topic of discussion, um, until dawn, of course, you know, one of the, uh, probably most, um, pretty notable games in general for, at least for the PlayStation four, um, which is, you know, kind of like a telltale esque choose your own adventure, type of game where you know you can determine the fate of um various characters in 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 the game in terms of whether they live or die at certain points um it news came out that uh a movie adaptation based on the game is in the works um this is by david or at least it seems to be directed by uh, David F. Sandberg and Gary Doberman. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, uh, Gary Doberman who did, uh, it, Annabelle and the nun. Uh, What did, uh, what's his name do? What it was his name. do? Sandberg. I think he directed something notable recently. Uh, closet space. Lights out. Annabelle: The Creation. I think I'm assuming a sequel. Oh, he did Shazam since so Shazam, which was pretty good. Um, and Shazam: Fury of the God, So, I mean, hey, seems that seems decent. I I think the biggest question is the actors. I think the actors is really gonna. Make or break this movie um in a lot of ways, and then that's probably the biggest thing and and you know considering that considering that the hmm considering that uh the the game had um real real actors um portraying the characters in the game it, it seems like, and I think what a lot of people are pretty much saying, uh, why not, why not, um, just bring the all the actors back and just age them up a bit. And technically the plot still would work. Um, you know, cause the, at least the base plot from the video game was that there, these are high school, uh, I'm pretty sure high school students that like went on this, this lodge cabin for a weekend, and, and shit, shit got crazy she got got awry, but, you know, um, yeah. So I don't know. They, uh, they could do that. That would be ideal. I, in my opinion. Um, but then it's also the plot. Like it, it it's safe to say that it likely they're not going to do any choose your own adventure since that would, uh, presumably take a lot of time. I mean, that would, Ah, you know what? That would pretty, I just thought about that now. That'd be pretty dope. Kind of like essentially what, um, uh, what's the movie Black Mirror Bandersnatch did like, you know, literally a a Netflix interactive movie where you got to choose, uh, between choices and you know, that determined the outcome of the movie in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, that would have been dope that I, I would have, I would have taken that over like a theatrical release if they liked it. a until dawn movie and it was like exclusive to Netflix or whatever streaming platform. And then you'd be able to watch it and interact in the same vein as, uh, you would in the game would have been pretty dope. I mean, obviously you, you take out all the extensive interactive stuff like aiming and, you know, um, um, I don't know, uh, ex exploration and stuff, but that would have been, that that would be, that, that would have been cool. <laughs> Another idea I had in my head about this very unrealistic. Um, but you could, uh, <laughs> you could have multiple versions of the movies, um, you know, out in the wild, uh, which I think, uh, apparently, um, Spider-Man in beyond the Spider-Verse did this where they made some very minute changes to certain parts and then they released these versions out. Nothing like drastically different, but you know, at least, uh, it it was if you looked hard enough, I guess, or watched the movies back to back or whatever you could see it. But, um, something like that would be kind of cool where like certain characters died and somebody, somebody's, uh, audiences watch, um, and then other, other characters died and another audiences watch. And then, you know, being able to kind of have that novelty kind of, um, Hey, am I, am I showing this person died by such and such? Well, no, my, my person died by, by a brick or whatever. I don't know. It would, that would be kind of cool. That's, that's the, that's the type of novelty I miss in, in, in this day and age. We need to get back to that. I, I miss that novelty. Very unrealistic mind you, but I mean, it would be cool though. It would be cool. I think that would be a cool, you know, I don't know quote unquote gimmick that would get a lot of people, I don't know, invested and interested and like, Oh man, y'all hear about this movie until dawn that like you, uh, you yeah, yeah, the The movie you see is different from the movie, you know, somebody else's, uh, watches. Um, Oh man, what was your, what was your experience? You know, that I think that I think there's, there's something there in my opinion, but you know, I think it would be it'll take a lot of work. It'd be be expensive, and you know, certain theaters may not cooperate. Maybe only get one particular version, or there will be one consistent version that uh, plays and you know, then there's the disparity between like, oh man, at least this version was way better than the other version. So I don't know if you want to watch that version. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> on the other side, I can see that angle, but still, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm curious if I assume maybe that potentially has been done to some extent, maybe like a small amount, I guess that's technically a, uh, how test screenings work in a way, but that's just, you're, you're playing the movie to get a feel engaged before it actually, and they then they make changes. So I don't know either way. Um, cautiously optimistic. I think it's going to be as somebody who played the game many, many times. Um, I think it's going to be tough to, I don't know. Um, live up to expectations I don't know of the game you know but who knows I mean anything's possible technically so anything is possible moving on Disney has invested 1.5 billion in a Fortnite uh creator Epic Games to work on new games in an entertainment universe. Players will play, watch, shop, and engage with content, uh characters and stories from uh from Disney Uh, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. So, this is pretty huge in a lot of ways. Um, At least the the biggest, most obvious, I think, aspect is, of course, the skins in Fortnite are going to be damn pretty much guaranteed. Um, On top of probably getting almost every obscure, random Fortnite skin known to man, uh, if you wanted that that dude that gets shot in Star Wars, um, in Fortnite, phew, boy, you you probably in luck. You probably in luck. You want um. You want that uh. <laughs> you want that dude in a uh, X Men that could morph, morph into anybody. I mean, hey, uh, all two of you, boy, you and you in for a treat. You you want that um, <laughs> you want that old dude, in. you want that old dude from up. <laughs> boy, you you in for a good time. You in for you in for a treat. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You want um you want puss and boots. You want puss and boots in Fortnite, boy, you uh you might get what you what you've been praying for. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> you want that you want puss and boots and you want that puss and boot skin. You you just might get it now, especially. <laughs> Uh, you want <laughs> you want that? It's, it's a trap. You want that? It's a trap. I think what what's the name? I think General Akbar. I if I was right about that, that's crazy because I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but nonetheless, <laughs> you want that General Akbar skin? Uh, you you might you might get what you asked for. You might you just might get what you asked for, especially now. So, um. So yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I think uh it's safe to say they're probably gonna do a lot of implementation with Fortnite since that's like, you know, the game that everybody has to some capacity that like, you know, they're probably maybe gonna try to shove in some other component, like, you know, at least what they're currently doing with like um the racing game they added as well as like the rock band game and Lego within Fortnite. So probably be a safe bet. We're going to see something maybe more focused, you know, with, uh, uh, Disney, um, Disney and all the related IPs kind of something like, uh, what was it? Disney. It was the one game with all the Disney characters and stuff that you could buy the figures and stuff. Uh, I think Disney infinity. I want to say that, you know, You could play with the characters. If you bought the character and scanned it in, you could play them in the game and then you can basically kind of like a video game version of a, of a toy box essentially it seemed like so. Um, yeah. Interesting stuff. Interesting implications. Every, every random Marvel, Marvel Disney Disney, Disney skin on a man will will come to light probably. So. There you go. Moving on. Persona 3 Reload DLC leaked um from a fairly notable uh Atlas leaker um, via their Twitter, uh, persona three reload will receive DLC contained in the answer in the future. Please wait for more information at a later date. Um, multiple DLC is planned and will release within the fiscal year. So, um, that is probably the biggest, Criticize, Criticization, Critical, How, oh, The greatest, Critical, Critical point, Criticization, Right? Criticize, I think criticize, Either way, The, The, The biggest point, Um, Of contention, That people are having, With Persona 3 Reload, The remake, To P- Persona 3 is that it is missing the DLC or the, uh, added component from P- persona three portable where you can play, uh, the female, uh, uh, version of, uh, of the main character basically. And there's some, some modifications to like, um, she can romance like the guys instead of the girls as the, you know, adjacent to the guy. And, um, there is some unique story elements and stuff that's, you know, exclusive to, uh, the female in the game versus the male. So, um, yeah, so at least that's cool that at least it's DLC and they're not going to make us buy the game again, which that would be annoying in and of itself, but um, I think this is definitely the way to go about it where, um, you know, you'll at least <laughs> have the base game and just have to buy the DLC, which is, I mean, in of itself is a little, little scummy to an extent, but you know, what can you do? Um, but I mean, hey, at least hopefully we get the full content, um, you know from persona three portable with a persona three uh reload so pretty cool pretty cool as somebody who's doesn't really have an attachment to you know playing this dlc or whatever but um it is at least it's good at least from what i've heard from fans of the of the series the of of this particular title out of personas and, and whatnot that um people really want that uh component, so I it seems like that's likely to happen, but I guess we'll see we shall see moving on Microsoft probably one of the biggest news um components that came out, what in the past few weeks was, uh, I think this started out as a rumor that, uh, Microsoft is bringing some of their, um, Xbox exclusives to com- quote unquote competing platforms. So PlayStation and Nintendo switch. Um, so that was a rumor for a bit. And then I think the rumor got a bit more traction, The rumor got a bit more traction when um, uh, I think there was some uh, oddities with the the physical games uh, for Xbox where I I think they were telling people to take the games uh, off the shelves and um, stop printing Xbox games. But I think that kind of got retracted to an extent, but nonetheless, um, people were still talking. Uh, oh, I think it was one particular game. They were saying the Xbox exclusive game, uh, hi-fi rush, um, was coming to PS5 and Nintendo switch because, uh, there was like some leaked, leaked, uh, shirts in the game for these versions that was like, you know, showed that like, you know, um, I forgot what they said, but they basically were clearly like exclusive to the, these particular platforms. Like it was something reminiscent of, uh, you know, per PlayStation, like a blue shirt that says something um, snarky in terms of like a PlayStation or whatever. Um, let me actually look it up. Okay. Rush. excuse. Let's. Uh. Where yeah, is Yeah, in the in the game files, exclusive T-shirt textures. I was looking up the post, but they look to be deleted. Let's see if if they're in images. anybody got them in images? I don't think so. But basically, they're clearly indicative of being on, you know the switch and PlayStation, like there was a blue one that said something. And then there was a red one that like, you know, said something as well. So, um, so that started it off. And then, you know, people were like, rah 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 rah," And then, uh, eventually, uh, Phil, uh, Microsoft Gaming CEO, Phil Spencer. Um, I believe he made an announcement saying guys, <laughs> Guys, we've heard you. Um, uh, please listen to our official Xbox podcast where they then officially um, announced uh, 4 uh, the first two titles being Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment, and then followed by Sea of Thieves and Grounded. Um, and then, you know, this led to a lot of controversy Specifically in terms of like, well, why do I have an Xbox if, you know, all of, all of our exclusives are not exclusive, which is a a fair, you know, um, criticism, uh, in regards to, you know, this, this whole decision of, you know, bringing exclusive games that are exclusive to the Xbox to the Nintendo switch and the, uh, PlayStation. So. Yeah, no. know. Hey, it happens. It happens. But at least it seems to be like the sentiment within the podcast was that, Hey, we're just kind of testing this out. Not necessarily. Just don't think this is the expectation going forward. We just, um, Hey, we're just trying it out. He, he said he also thinks there will be fewer console exclusives across the industry over the next decade. So, I don't know. It, it it is at one end. It's like okay, but then it's like I don't know. It 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 it, it, it comes off weird, like uh, contradictory to to some extent, I guess. But I don't know. It's uh, I guess it. it time will tell. Um, people are thinking like the Indiana Jones game will eventually come to to uh xbox so i think the biggest concern specifically is like yeah if like you know joe smo was like hey i'm trying to get in the games uh what is a good game console to, to purchase um you know hey depending on what you want to play blah 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 and you know like um i feel like everybody's just gonna recommend like a playstation for the most part depending on you know um you know, uh, well, I mean, niche, niche, interesting games, uh, notwithstanding, but I feel like, yeah, so it's, it's gonna be, it's, it's even it, one, it was hard, hard. It was hard already to recommend to have uh recommend somebody in Xbox considering, you know, the, the behemoth that is PlayStation mind you somebody who who loves loves his Xbox or whatever. But it's hard to recommend somebody who just wants to get in the game and to get an Xbox when you, you know, have PlayStation and a Nintendo Switch technically in, in some instances. But now it does make the argument even harder, um, considering that, you know, the thing the component that was you know making the xbox appealing to a decent extent uh which were the games exclusive to that platform outside a pc um not no longer no that no longer being the case is um you know it's it's even tougher i mean of course you can counter that with like Hey Xbox Game Pass, you just get like a Xbox Series S, which like is only like two two ninety nine, and then just subscribe to Game Pass, and then you can play a decent amount of games. But the games come and go, and um, if you have the same sub- similar subscription, you can get on PS Plus um, that has like the same offering where you can you know there's a set amount of games you can play and whatnot. Um, And then you also have the exclusives that are generally bar for bar, like spectacular. It's tough to, it's just overall not making the Xbox look good in that respect. So I guess time will tell, but you know, after we start seeing like more and more exclusives come to PlayStation, Like, you know, I think people were throwing around like, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, get ready for Halo uh, coming to PlayStation, get ready for Gears coming to PlayStation, Um, which I think Gears actually was uh, I forgot who who said it, but it was some credible um, folks that that did uh, suggest that 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 is uh, being at least experimented on or, you know, potentially might be a thing and that just to me is so bizarre personally as somebody you know who is just familiar with you know gears being exclusive to xbox and um halo being exclusive to xbox and oh man playing halo on a playstation is just gonna feel so weird to me um i'm probably never i'll probably just mess with it just out of curiosity but i probably never would uh I probably would generally just keep stay on Xbox, but I don't know. I guess it, it 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 does also bring in another the other side where it's like, you know, getting more exposure. So like, you know, Joe Schmo who never would have played Halo anyway, because you know, hey, PS PlayStation all day, uh, PlayStation till the day I die, um, Cross until I cross. <laughs> bars um that you know that they never would they they never would play halo until now that like you know xbox is offered it on the playstation platform and now more people are playing halo that 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 otherwise wouldn't i mean that 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 is that is an interesting prospect too so that's 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 gonna be tough that that sounds tough to navigate already but I mean, you know, Xbox is going in that direction in regards to having exclusive games um, or uh, utilizing Game Pass as, you know, their marquee um, selling point. So, you know, there are there also probably could be that aspect where, you know, Xbox Game Pass is offered. I don't know if PlayStation would do that. I think it'd be a lot of compromise in there, but either way. You know, that could be what they're working towards, too. And then, you know, of course, people also had the concern, like, oh, man, is this the way of the the Sega Sega uh, they Are they just going to just completely just start jumping ship? and No longer, you know, selling consoles now or whatever, which apparently Phil Spencer said, no, that's not the case. We we are doing that still. We plan to keep doing that. But I don't know, man. It's it's a weird This is a weird space we're starting to navigate in. So time will tell. Time will tell as more exclusives pop out and stuff like that. I think that's really the only, I don't know, uh, indication of where things are going to head or whatever. So we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Moving on. Sony is testing PlayStation VR compatibility. Who would have thought? So probably the biggest caveat in my opinion, if not one was, um, uh, the PSVR two, uh, pretty much being exclusive to the PlayStation. You can only play it on PlayStation. You can't play it on PC at all. Uh, now at least seems like that, uh, PlayStation is a a change in their tune potentially. So in their uh, PlayStation blog, we're pleased to share that we are currently testing the ability for PSVR two players to access additional games on PC to offer even more game variety. In addition to the PSVR two titles available through PS five, we hope to make this support available in 2024. So stay tuned for more updates. So pretty much seems like presumably what it's trying to at least trying to compete more with uh, the Oculus Quest line of headsets, which have had this feature, um, uh, which at least got me to get one, which I've barely played since. But nonetheless, it did get me to get one, um, because of just the, 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 uh, the flexibility, you know, being able to use it on its own as well as use it uh, with your PC, I think was very, um, compelling. So that's at least what basically that, uh, led me to get it. I think it was at a pretty good price on sale. So I was like, let me, let me bite. this being a good while back. But so now with the PSVR two, um, you know, what $500 piece of hardware and, you can only use it with PS, uh, PS five. And it's not even not to mention, it's not even backwards compatible. Um, with the exception of if, if the games that, you know, um, games that you did have on PS VR, um, the developer can update the game themselves, but you know, you potentially might have to pay a little bit more to up do the quote unquote upgrade to PSVR two for some, and I think some are doing it free, but you know, either way it's like you still, you have that caveat. And then, you know, it, I think that those points alone, um, make it make the PSVR two a hard sell in of itself. But now that you got the compatibility, the, well, the standard compatibility with the PS5, um, and now you have, um uh, the option to use the PSVR two with your PC. I think that does make it more enticing of a product. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably like wait, wait out and see how people are liking it. When at least this is official, like the compatibility with PC is official to see if that one if that's even worthwhile in its current state and you know if so um then you know potentially look into acquiring one some way somehow I don't know but um but yeah good on PlayStation to you know realize that you know forcing Uh, not forcing us to just exclusively be on your console when, you know, PC is right there, which, and for most people is not a direct competitor to console. If anything is a supplemental, um, option for a lot of people that, uh, don't want to that, you know, want to play something that they can't play on PS VR, on on the console but can play on PC or already maybe have it purchased on PC through the Quest or whatever so good on Sony again got to got got to give them some flowers for that you know you just got to you just got to uh with that being said think that will well uh, the news for this episode let's get into what I uh, what I have as I'm editing <laughs> live editing real quick to not mess myself up because we both don't want that we really don't want that I don't want it if you want it you can have it. I don't want it though I don't want it at all can take it getting what I've been playing which has been well it's definitely been a lot but I can't remember everything um Power world the craze that well it feels like it's coming on but i know people are still there's probably a lot of die-hard people still playing but pal world uh was man that was a is it was a unique experience to say the less to say the least but um yeah shouts out to um my man hex he uh gifted me a copy of the game otherwise i i w- I wouldn't have. Well, I did play a bit on Game Pass, actually, but I heard, uh, found out that the Game Pass version on the Xbox is like way earlier than the Steam version. So it's like uh, a couple versions behind the Steam version of the game, which is after playing both versions. Yeah, the Steam version feels a a little bit more polished, mind you. Um, but both of these games are in early access. So in early access, it's basically like you're more or less playing, a a, a alpha of the game. So a lot of issues are to be expected, but nonetheless, um, man. Yeah. It, so pal world is pretty much after playing a, what, like probably like 30 hours. It feels like, let's say. Is like if, if pretty much the Pokemon game I think a lot of us really wanted growing up for sure, um obviously, for copyright reasons, it's taken some liberties, and that's <laughs> that's been a point of controversy for a lot of people is that you know, oh man this 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 it's an electric mouse, but it's it's blue, oh, okay, all right, well, I mean, it's not infringing on anything, but you know. That's, that's been a controversial point where like, okay, this is clearly ripped off and then people, nah not real. I mean, it, it looks similar, but it's not, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different, they're pals. They're not Pokemon, they're pals. Um, and then, you know, they do your work for you. So that's another aspect of the game where they, um, you have a base and you build up the base and you basically work towards, you know, um, expanding your base and a big component of that are your pals. So when you capture pals, you can have them serve, <laughs> this feels horrible, have them serve your, uh, your base. So they do a lot of grunt work. They like, they, they can mine, they can, um, um, garden, And, you know, scavenge and stuff like that. So, um, all of, all that's being done while, you know, you're out and about and you can also, when you come back, you can also help them and they can also come out of their way to like help you build and, um, yeah, basically build stuff and, and things like that. So, um, and then of course, probably the thing that definitely, definitely sets it apart from Pokemon is the violence and guns. So, you know, the biggest kind of a uh, reputation. Oh uh, yeah. I think that's fair to say the, the probably one of the, the, the more notable reputations of the game going around like, Hey, it's Pokemon with guns, which to after playing it is kind of unfair, uh, uh an unfair general description, but I mean, elevated pitch wise, I mean, it kind of gets the point across, but, at the same time, doesn't, which is hard to, it, it, it's hard to explain. But either way, you, um, as you progress in the chain, so basically it is like a survival game. It's not really like a traditional Pokemon game in, in that sense of what you think Pokemon, a traditional Pokemon game is. It's the, the biggest pillar of the game is survival and uh, pretty much. It's more similar to what I I believe arc is arc, sur, arc survival arc system evolves survival, arc something arcs, arc arced, arc evolved, arc something. What am I? Arc survival evolved. Okay, I just I think I haven't heard that in a while, so it it did not sound right. But nonetheless, more similar to arc survival evolved than Pokemon, but it's kind of like both. It's kind of like if you mixed, you know, arc survival evolved and Pokemon had a baby, it would be Palworld. world. I think that's probably a more accurate, uh, description of the game. So yeah, pretty much there's, you know, you have to take care of your, uh, hunger. Um, you have to pay attention to if you're cold or hot in certain areas. Um, you have to tend to your pals, make sure they have beds to sleep on as they uh, basically slave for you um, at the base. And you have to also check in with your pals in terms like if they're ones getting frustrated or angry or um, there's also the characteristics of the pals in terms of a work environment. Like one uh, is considered a slacker who doesn't do um, won't do much work around the base and, you know, things like that to kind of consider um, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, the even, even the gun part that that, that takes a good while to even get to because, like, at least where I left off, I only got like a blunder puss, uh, which is, you know, one of those ancient rifles that you gotta every one shot you gotta reload after each shot. Um, but yeah, as you progress and level up and stuff, you you know, we'll eventually get to make and craft guns. And then, um, that, that that as the other thing, there's boss battles. And then, uh, within the boss battles, you can like, you know, throw your pal out and have your pal fight. But at the same time, you can also shoot them and, um, you know, uh, physically hurt them with like your objects, like bats and stuff like that. Um, and then you can also kill your pals and, uh, various pals in the wild and stuff, uh, it's kind of sad, but it's funny. It's, it, it's, it's like its own. It's like lit. It's pretty much an adult Pokemon in a lot of ways, not like explicitly, like crazily adult, but it does things that Pokemon would never do. Honestly, like, you know, you can maim, maim your, uh, pals and like butcher, butcher pals. And, um, yeah, yeah. that just crazy thinking about that and then um yeah so then uh it's a lot to this game actually but um at least in my experience playing it i just got to a point where i'm like okay this is a little this is a little this is a little too rough for me i'm i'm gonna let it cook let it let it cook let Let it cook. cook i'm gonna let it cook um and then probably come back to it. Cause I know that's going to be a way more. And I'm kind of just curious and fascinated to kind of do that approach now as well. Like, you know, having experience play the game when it was rough and then like, you know, letting it cook and then coming back to like when the game is like very polished. Um, I'm looking forward to that. So yeah. So, <laughs> uh, it was also funny seeing Pokemon, uh, kind of, um, come in defense um in a lot of ways like i think they were doing some very like random obscure tweets obviously when the craze was power world at the time which power world who, forgot to mention that power world has been was breaking so many records like being the highest uh concurrent uh players on steam many times and that that kept increasing to a certain extent and just crazy just crazy just for this this a game that's not even technically quote unquote released yet but is in beta beta alpha early access whatever implication is is tied with that but very impressive very impressive I enjoyed it I, I'm, I thoroughly enjoyed it I got it it scratched that Pokemon itch that Pokemon itself could not scratch for me uh, for a good while, which that, 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 that definitely kept me captivated. And also how could I forget about the multiplayer aspect, which is very fun. Like, um, a friend of mine, uh, he built a dedicated server and, um, so pretty much it's an ongoing world that you can come and go out of and, um, you know, it, it, that now there's the multiplayer aspect where, you know, you can team up with other people to, to beat up these monsters and boss monsters and capture monsters and stuff like that. They, they got, they got their, their version of sparkle, sparkly, uh, is it sparkly Pokemon? I think sparkly Pokemon, whatever. So, uh, it, it, man, the potential is very much there. I mean, technically it already is to be honest. It's, it's definitely putting Pokemon to shame in a lot of ways, which I think this is even, this is, this is great, uh, in that aspect as well. Cause you know, Pokemon is going to have to like turn it up now, especially with this game. That's, that's gotten crazily, um, crazily, uh, huge overnight pretty much. And, you know, <laughs> Pokemon over here, just, you know, kind of just skimping along and going with the speed because we have no other option. But now that we have a direct competition now, I think that's really going to light a fire under game freak's ass and, you know, hopefully get us, get us, um, the, the Pokemon game we've been wanting sooner rather than later. Um, so it's crazy to think that like, uh, a long time ago we, you know, saw this viral, a semi-viral video of like, you know, what is this people, what are these people using this, this, uh, sheep as a sh- human shield? What the hell? The Poke, these are, uh, Pokemon with guns? What the hell? But now that's it's fully realized, like, wow, this game is legit and it's fun as hell and, dic- and addictive. It definitely has a really good gameplay loop for sure, where, you know, you're progressing, your pals are building up your base, you're, slowly in the game itself gives you objectives to strive for. And it, it isn't at, it isn't like, you know, um, you make, you make your own like objectives, which that always turns me off in a way where like, I hate that much freedom. I liked to have some form of, um, direction. So, um, yeah, man, power world is great. Definitely gonna be I'm I would not be surprised. Definitely is gonna be like a game of the year conversation. Um would it win? I don't know. I mean there's some people that were, that live and die by that game by now. So we'll see. Pow world. Man, that was very unexpected. Very I did not I you I was not ready. I was not ready for it. I really wasn't. And also played Tekken 8. Um, so yeah, finished the story. Uh, played a little bit. <laughs> played a little bit of... uh, well, I pretty much played everything, really. So yeah, story mode was very fun. Really enjoyed it. I liked the... Um, I think they call it simple. I forgot. Basically similar... Well, the Street Fighter... I guess, yeah, kind of similar to modern controls, uh, in street fighter six, where you basically, um, can toggle this mode that pretty much lets you do easy combos for every character. Um, which is helpful for like characters you never play, or don't ever really intend to learn that you can just play and get a decent, decent combos and stuff without, you know, the barrier, the, the, the steep barrier to entry, like, uh, that is combos and stuff like that, that, you know, the getting in the lab and practice mode and stuff like that, that at least now, especially considering how, how frequent you, you switch characters in this story mode makes a lot of sense. So really enjoyed that. Um, there was a, there was a little, uh, little, uh, Tekken force love, uh, not, <laughs> they made it seem greater than what it was, which I was getting very much hyped for, but, um, yeah, there was a, uh, there was some Tekken force. Well, no, Tekken force dynasty warriors more, more accurately Tekken force dynasty warriors, but man, I wish we got Tekken force that I hope that comes back at some point, but I miss it. I miss it. I miss it so much. I do. Tekken Force. Um but there is Tekken Ball, which is which was pretty fun. I played a few matches here and there. And then there's um what is it called? Arcade Arcade um Damn it. What is it? Tekken Eight. molds. Well, arcade quest. Yeah, so arcade quest is kinda like pretty much a disguised tutorial thing where you pretty much have, you create your avatar, which you use in the online, uh, mode where you can explore, you know, the online, um, areas. And then from there, you, you know, have some general characters who like basically teach you some of the fundamentals basics of the game and maybe some more intermediate stuff. And then kind of goes from there. Which um I, I did enjoy. I didn't enjoy. I, I as somebody who's very seasoned when it comes to tech and tech and at least growing, pretty much playing that since I was uh knew how to game. Um it was it was still insightful and fun. So I really enjoyed that. And it does it does give you certain objectives to to do to kinda, you know, force you not necessarily force you, encourage you to, you know, implement a lot of the mechanics and, you know, dimensions of your character and stuff like that. So found that pretty dope online. I didn't play too much, but, um, I think I need to tinker with some of the settings cause your boy is getting whooped in at least the match itself. Didn't feel that great, but I was like, uh, let me just, let me just play ghost battle. (laughs) So they do have ghost battle here. I think that, I think it's called ghost battle still. Um, yeah, or super ghost battle where basically, I think you can, you know, select certain random people to fight or you can, um, uh, well, after you fight one person, you can just keep going like treasure battle from the, uh, Tekken seven, which is pretty dope. Um, anything notable outside of that training mode was actually pretty in depth and pretty helpful. Uh, like they have a punishing, punishing tutorial, which kind of teach you how to punish. I haven't tried it yet, but there are, I think I might've played it with it, but there's a dope feature where, where if you play back your replays from certain games, you can, from your replays, you can play, you can actually take control of the character, which is dope. So like this one infamous moment where King just got you in this, 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 uh, this throw loop like, damn, how can I get out of this? So you can essentially li- literally replay the state uh, of that replay and then kind of branch off and see how you could actually, um, you know, go against that, which is pretty dope. I really, I really dig that really dig. That. Um, yeah. What else? Oh yeah. The character customization. <laughs> Oh man, social media has been been a trip. Um, what are some of the notable ones? Cisco, <laughs> somebody you know, turned Raven, uh, the, the black, the black ninja aka nigga into uh Cisco, which is very funny. <laughs> uh, somebody did like a whole, like, straight up video, uh, satire of it. Um, Drake, because <laughs> yeah, they they got like a Pretty much for, it seems like for every character, they got a default Drake cut. Um uh, They call it a fade, but you know, a, a Drake cut essentially. So <laughs> everybody that has it all just instantly, pretty much instantly turns into Drake for the most part, which is very hilarious. And then also not mind you, not the, they got the tan option. So for your, your uh, character skin, so like somebody like Brian Fury, of course, my main I was like, you know, let me, let me, I basically turned him to Drake. So I have a, some version of Drake, uh, in, in there too. So that's very funny. Uh, shouts out to, uh, yeah, the character creator. That was, it, it seems to be pretty in depth. I've not gotten nitty gritty with it. I'm pretty basic when it comes to character creation. I don't get too, too crazy. I may, you know, I do a little liberties here and there, but nothing, uh, along the lines of like, at least with a lot of, people I'm, I've seen online, uh, have, have, have been doing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out to the character creator, but overall feels very great. Um, I'm still trying to learn Brian Fury, his new move sets and the heat system is, is pretty, pretty, uh, technical pretty, um, that in of itself. Uh, and for each character, mind you, is like a whole nother layer of the game now where, you know, you kind of have to, uh, see, you know, what you can combo in and out of and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Tekken eight, Tekken, Tekken is back. I mean, I not I guess it technically kind of left for seven to an extent, but I don't know. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Tekken, but, um, yeah, another solid, solid ass Tekken. I've so many stuff has come out. I've not had like at least the ample time to fully devote to Tekken, but I definitely plan to keep you know periodically playing here and there. Um, as probably one of my favorite fighting games series, um, you know I am for sure. So, um, yeah, then. Of course, in, uh, the immense anticipation of uh final fantasy seven, um, at least what I've been doing, um, pretty much since a remake was coming out, I pretty much, um, have been playing the original up until where it, at least is said that the respective titles end um, uh, from the base game original. So at least for remake, I pretty much played up until where the game ends, uh, right before you go into the world. Um, I forgot what the open world for FF7 is, but nonetheless less. Um, then, yeah. So then I started playing, um, pretty much up until the end of the temple of the ancients ancients, which is basically where the, um, the original ends. So I'll pretty much literally play it up until then. Um, you know, did some exploring, uh, with the PS4 version of, uh, OG FF seven. Um, it has God mode and like, uh, you can skip, uh, uh, skip random encounters and stuff like that, which has been fun. Since I've, that's, I've never really played, uh, with those, um, you know, with this version. So I was like, let me mess with these and they're pretty legit, pretty fun. And also really, uh, dope means to, you know, like kind of, uh, skimp past like the, um, um, aged, poorly aged aspects of FF7 where, you know, random encounters and, uh, arbitrary, random encounters and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, story wise, I've thoroughly been enjoying it. Um, it, it, it hits it and at least in my head has just been getting me you know, in a mind space of like, man, what is this? What are they going to do in the remake now? What are they going to do in rebirth? How is this going to play out that I've just been very immensely fascinated by, um, and just been, yeah, just, just very curious, like how things are going to play out. So I cannot wait in that aspect. So yeah, definitely has gotten me very hyped for, if not <laughs> more than I already am for a rebirth in that, in that regard. So, um, yeah, then also I, um, of course I would be remiss not to, um, play the demo for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. So, um the first the first demo uh is the Nibble N- Nibelheim Nibelheim uh demo where you know you see uh Sephiroth and Cloud before things go awry, which is very fun. Of course, just playing Sephiroth. Sephiroth Syffy Roof. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even tell it to change my voice, but that works. So um uh, that's <laughs> free <Siffy> roof. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I like it. I like it a lot. Um Damn. Damn, not through my not <laughs> through my trainers lot. Uh yeah, it was Sephiroth and Cloud. Just, just doing very much borderline, borderline, um, um, homosexual stuff, which in, in this context, I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm not mad at it. Like, I'm not mad. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, I mean, Sephiroth is just such an, what's the word? Androgynous. Let me look that up. Let's <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to look stupid. I'm pretty androgynous. Androgynous. Partly male, partly female uh, in appearance. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much, (laughs) that is very much Sephiroth. Yeah, he has, yeah, pretty much, yeah, very, very uh, part Partly male and and female appearance, cause yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's very accurate. Wow. Okay. We are learning live. Um. Well, re- reinforcing. my no, well, me say. That. Um, but yeah, that was great. Oh man, just seeing that whole the whole thing, so fleshed out in fully graphical graphical uh, capabilities. His uh man. It was an experience to behold. And best believe, uh if you play if you play Nibelheim in the demo, you can skip it in the main game. Uh between you and me. I'm not skipping. I'm not skipping. I'ma play it again. I'ma play it again. It was so good. It was so good. I'ma play it again. I'ma play it y- don't even, don't even give it, don't even give me the option square. I'm just going, I'm just going to play it again. You know, you don't got to tell me I need to skip. I don't want to. So, uh, Also, I'm, I'm curious, like with, um, uh, square, they dropped some patches for the demo. That is also supposed to be within the, the main game as well of, uh, some graphical improvements. Cause there's been complaints about performance mode specifically more yeah mainly performance mode where it looks very blurry like you know seems like the resolution is like 1080p we're trying to run it you know uh 60 Fps which is very odd but I've not I guess I did play the other demo too but um it, it definitely seemed better but hard to tell over overall I'm definitely definitely gonna look at them uh Look at them uh Digital Foundry reviews, see uh get all the nitty gritty stuff. You see here, the anti alien scene was off, totally off. So this it, it this is definitely checkerboarded at uh the 4K. You know. Oh, I love that shit. I love it so much. This it gets that gets the blood going. To be not gonna I mean, just to keep it real. Um Yeah. Yeah yeah, so without spoiling stuff, um, really thoroughly enjoyed the Nibbleheim demo. Then I think uh about a week later, they also dropped the um dropped the uh, the Ju- Junon that that's the city Junon uh, demo where basically you can explore uh, a, a decent amount of the the world of Junon and um like fight some monsters and stuff like that um before going into a story component um and then that's pretty much the demo but very fun uh got to play like the simulations uh, uh come have come back from uh ff7 remake um so that's been cool um but yeah it's Thoroughly enjoyed it as well. They gave us a little little trailer, which felt a little too spoilery for me. But nonetheless, I <laughs> mentally in my head just 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 forgot it. So it it, it 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 worked out more or less. But yeah, I mean, I was already hyped for for rebirth. Now I'm even more hyped. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, man. Rebirth hype. Get hype. Get hype for rebirth. I'm so hype. I'm so hype for rebirth. I'm just I'm just gonna eat it. I'm just gonna consume rebirth so much. The amount of rebirth as <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just realized. <laughs> oh I just realized what I was uh, the amount of rebirth i'm gonna consume <laughs> uh the amount of what is it under underbirth in birth it it it's man you know I, I i i still what i say what i said still stands the amount of rebirth i'm gonna consume is is just gonna be it's just gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy so Cannot wait to play but, uh, yeah, rebirth, baby. Um, and with that being said, I think that will conclude episode 189 of switches sites. Um, yeah, man. yeah. I didn't think I was going to have it in the first half, but then I, I at least I, a uh, nutted up whatever whatever you want to call it um but yeah yeah we did it i am back hopefully to stay i don't i don't know um but either way i am back and hopefully this sleepier stuff uh doesn't you know destroy this episode for some reason i don't know why but yeah um yeah man yeah. Well, if you did like this episode, feel free to like, rate, subscribe (laughs) on your favorite podcasts and platforms. You can also catch the archive of this podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash switch. You can also catch uh, me record this live on Twitch TV slash switch. And yeah, until next time, y'all, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. Aw, yeah. Rebirth. safe